Welcome back to the Idiot Side Quest. I'm Leah. And I'm Brandon. Hey guys, editing Leah here. Apparently, throughout this whole podcast, I decided to swallow my microphone, so I sound real bad this entire episode. I'm so sorry. And we are your idiots, and we like to talk about anime. I'm feeling especially dumb today. My brain is just smooth like a pond still in the forest with a little bacteria growing on it some algae all right worried um and this week we're gonna be reviewing reviewing 60 days in reviewing i fucked up this joke so bad we're gonna be reviewing 60 days in the anime practically sometimes no not even close Tell I thought you, what, you would though. laugh at my joke. I, I think it's funny. I think that the, the viewers, listeners, whatever people do to a podcast, consumers, the, mm-hmm. the absolute chads, the units of this, of this group. Yeah. Uh, so if I remember correctly, because it's been several weeks for us since we've recorded. It has been. We said that Leah was coming to visit me, and we were going to end up watching all of the Monogatari series, and uh, we did not do any of that. In classic <laughs> fashion, we did not do exactly what we said we were going to do, and instead we did watch four seasons of 60 Days In, and we have one left. Hell yeah, we have a problem. A show is chef's kiss, honestly. It it's it's pretty great. I mean, when I said, you know, watch the whole Monogatari series, I meant like eventually, like we'll we'll watch it together and then like when we feel like it, we'll put it on the schedule and do it. So it it'll come eventually. Someday. Yeah. But Sometimes. to actually to actually get on topic, we're not talking about 60 days in, even though we watched a concerning amount of that show. We are going to be talking about Machia. When the, the promised movie. flower blooms. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, what, what does that title mean? We'll go into that later, I think. Because that's a legitimate question. What, what is the promised flower and when does it bloom? And what exactly is it talking about? Because I have no clue. Um, you know... You know, <laughs> so anyway, who cares? How would you yeah, rate yeah, yeah. this movie, the cinematic Jesus fucking piece? Christ. Um, honestly, I would probably give this a five. This was very meh for me. I would say I give it a six. Okay. Um, man, there's really not a thoughts on like, there's not the first episode question here, so. I just want to give my premise overall on thoughts, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I want to say that the characters of this movie were very meh. Very meh. Like, personalities and just... Eh. There is a A-plus husbando, I would say. I would say that, uh... Fucking... Is it Lang? Yeah, I would, ends up I would say yes. in the army because Lang's God, yeah, oh, fuck, man, he could yeah. be my daddy any day. Hell I yeah, agree completely. Like you see Lang when he's in the army, you're like, oh shit, bro. Um, but I I found that it's like the characters and stuff were very outside of Lang, very meh, and but I really enjoyed the world that it built. Like, the world that the movie takes place in, I was like, I want to fucking play an MMO that, like, takes place in this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the cities that's... and just, like, kind of, like, the politics going around and just some of the landscapes you see. It was really cool. See, I have a very, like, complicated feeling towards the world because, like, the world itself, I think is cool. I think it's fun, and I like it. However... I feel like a lot of it was really unnecessary for the story. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, why? Why? I feel like there's a lot of just plot points, too, that are just like, you know, why is this happening? What What is our end goal here? What's the, what's the thing we're conveying? So for those who haven't seen the movie, I'm going to spoil it right now somewhat. But Let's go. The main character, Makia, is this young girl who is what is known as like a lorf, which honestly, sans like elf, elf ears, it's an elf, is exactly what it is. Um, it's an elf without the ears, but they're usually like really light hair, fair skin, and they live for fucking ever. Not yeah. forever, ever, but a long ass time. And yeah. so at the beginning, one of the elders tells Makia not to ever fall in love with someone who's not a Lorf because then you'll find true loneliness because they're going to die before you do. You're just going to have to watch them grow up and then die. And so the Lorf village gets like invaded and attacked. Makia gets out on this like raging dragon thing, a Renato, I think it is. Yeah. And... I don't know, survives one hell of a fucking crash yeah. and then finds a baby that is being held by its dead mother who, I guess the camp had been attacked by bandits. Yeah. And honestly, you have to watch Machia like literally pry open this woman's fingers from rigor mortis to get the baby yep. out it's just like <laughs> oh god dude like jesus and like maki is still like sitting there and she's like your mother's holding you so tightly i'll get you out and i'm like bitch like, that no. she ain't tight she got rigor mortis her body's like fucking stiff oh god um God, especially just like the sound effects because there's really like some like bone crunching and cracking yep. as she's snapping those fingers i'm like oh god yikes <laughs> um but essentially the story evolves around makia raising this young baby named ariel which is a boy oh I, it's hard to hear the name ariel and not think a little mermaid you know what i mean yeah 
it's it's a it's a choice name to choose it's but she kind of yeah. like they have to keep moving because she has to hide the fact that she doesn't get old and it's just like their story of like him growing up her taking care of him him eventually like leaving to join the army and then she fucks off to go save another lore kind of plot, plot happens plot question mark exclamation <laughs> point question mark and all i can say is the one of the other main lorfs in this show is one a sociopath this man's a psycho yeah. it's a dude and he is straight up edward elric like the, his design is just like they just did a traceover of edward doing various things and just gave it a different voice acting Honestly, I had to pull up the characters solely because of this motherfucker. Because we just called him Edward Elric the His entire like time. Crim, right? It's Crim. Yeah, yeah, it's Crim. Because I had to pull it up the entire I movie. Like, I was just what like, is "Yo, this man's name? Oh, it's fucking Edward. Edward Elric, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Like Psycho Edward." Um, but so yeah, I would I would say that's a very like very watered down version of the story. It's watered down while at the same time not really pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's it's got all the important bits in there. Also, I just gotta throw out okay, wait, actually, all right, never mind. Never mind. We'll get to these and other questions, and if we miss it, I'll try and remember. No, say it now, you'll forget. I I won't. I won't. Oh, God. What are your thoughts overall on my synopsis? What have I missed? Is there anything important? Um, no, I mean, I guess that's that's pretty much like we can get into like the rest of the, like the details of it later on in the other questions. OK. All right. So, Leah, who was your favorite character in this movie? I'm going to be honest. So if you guys couldn't tell by Brandon's synopsis of this anime, it honestly, it's kind of like essentially baby fever, the anime slash like mama's boy, the anime. And as somebody who doesn't ever want to have kids and also as somebody who doesn't have a good relationship with their mother, I am not the target demographic for this. So I didn't really like any of the characters. I mean, I guess my favorite would probably be Lang, but that's just because he's a husbando. But like, honestly, I, I had a hard time caring. Yeah, I would, I would definitely have to say like Lang, the initial mom that you meet in the show because she's just a fucking badass and don't give a shit yeah she's pretty cool um lang's mom so lang and lang's mom and then, and then their uh, dog yeah that dog was pretty badass and then also honestly even though you don't see much of him i think that the captain of the guard is also kind of a badass Ooh, and that half half lorf dude that just kind of like shows up sometimes sometimes he's, he's, he's kind of fun he kind of gives oh, me yeah, yeah. um meme vibes mm -hmm. almost yeah he's just a fucking like mercenary swindler man that goes around and does whatever the fuck he wants mm -hmm. but also cool. even though it's like not a favorite i absolutely love 
the way they portrayed the king of this nation. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's like if you combined fucking God, what's Harry's like cousin's name in Harry Potter? Oh, um, Dudley. Yeah, Dudley. It's like you combined fucking Dudley and the little shithead from Game of Thrones. Jo Dudley and Joffrey, Joffrey mixed together Dudley, but Joffrey. like 40 years old yeah just screaming tantrum like I'm the greatest blah, 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 blah. my kingdom my kingdom perfect we have a lord we have dragons they're both dying it's okay it is fine um yeah that that's like I said it's hard to say like he's a favorite but I, I love the way that they did his character. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's it's a pretty fun character. So memorable moment, Leah. Hmm. Okay. So this is going to sound really dumb, as I feel like most of my memorable moments are. But so in Brandon's synopsis, he talked about how Machia accidentally kind of gets taken away by a fucking dragon because the dragon goes crazy and they have a crash landing when that happens because one thing the lorfs do is they make this thing called a hippiole which is like just a cloth yes yeah, especially or yeah magic cloth magic cloth but so like the grand daddio of Hibioles is like t entangled in this dragon and like crashes down with them. And like because of the dragon, like the Hibiole is like kind of like smoldering and shit like that. And Makia like picks it up and takes it with her. And that is not my memorable moment. My memorable moment is at the end of the movie when Ariel dies Spoiler alert, he gets old and dies sad. But what? This man has got to be like 80 years old at least. And this bitch takes out this hibial that we have not seen since the beginning of the movie and like kind of like wraps his like dead body in it as like, you know, like a memorial or whatever. And when that happened, I'm like, how does she still have this? I'm telling you, what? She, Ariel also puts out the fucking lighter fire or whatever, the fucking lamp fire with it. So we yep. see it then. So it's like, all right, wraps baby in it. We don't see it. We see a fire get put out with it and then dead body. All right, I got to like. How does she hang on to that tattered fucking cloth for like 80 years? Don't misunderestimate the power of a mom okay okay i won't sentimental value of things next level fair i have several memorable memorable moments okay and the first one i gotta say the fucking like third city they moved to the like industrial capital like where all yeah. the coal smithing and the forging is happening like that city is like very dwarven inspired and it was just so cool to see that city like that city specifically is what made me want to see that like in a video game because it gives me like uh kind of markarth vibes from skyrim but if it was like fully fleshed out you know yeah and taken to the next level and then um a big a big moment for me 
So in the movie, a lot of the Lorfs are trying to get Lilia, which is another Lorf, back. Uh, it was a friend of Krim, aka Edward Elwerk, and Machia's. And she gets taken away to become like the bride to the prince. She has yeah. some fucking kid with him, and the kid doesn't display Lorf like presentation. So, like, they don't think that she's like actually going to be able to live forever and have like that extra elven blood, whatever. Yeah. But as soon as she has this kid, they don't let her see the child. Like, the child just grows up in some separate wing of the castle, and Lelia is just held down below in some own little area for herself for the prince to come bang whenever he feels like it and she's all fed up with it and the whole movie she's like i just want to go see my daughter like please let me see my daughter and at the end of the movie when the fucking other nations band together and siege the castle she finally finds a way to go up and see her daughter and <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> this daughter is like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, I'm your mom. And she's like, mom. And she's like, yes, I'm your mom. <laughs> and they're at the top of this like 50 story tower. And she's just like, yes, I'm your mom and I can fly. And she fucking jumps. <laughs> <laughs> this kid has never met her fucking mom. And her mom at the end of like this, like it's like a serious moment. And suddenly this bitch just starts running and jumps off the balcony. And she gets caught by Machia, who's on the last Renato down below. So she lives, but she didn't fucking know that. That bitch was straight up like, I found my daughter. I'm gonna kill myself. Oh my God. Like she is so surprised when Machia catches her. And she's just like, Oh, damn it. And we don't even know what the fuck happens to her. That's the only time we see her, like, after that. Yep. She's just like, fuck, I'm alive. And fucking Edward Elric's dead. Like, honestly, like, there's a few memorable moments, like the fucking city and shit, but nothing really, really hits me. Just like that moment. It's so funny because it's just so out of nowhere and out of place. And there's no, like real like alluding to it this bitch is just like at this point she is kind of like she's like almost got dementia almost because she's like imagining when she jumped into the pool as a kid when she yeah. jumps off this tower and i'm just like holy shit and this kid like this kid is just like watches her mom go and she's just sitting there like what the fuck my mom's a okay. psycho dude Okay, so while we're talking about ridiculous moments, because oh, so many, this movie does have a lot of them, but I do have to like put one other in the spotlight. So obviously, like this story, it's essentially like Ariel's life and like Machia raising him, all that kind of bullshit. And in their first house, like you see that Ariel's getting bullied for being a mama's boy. <clears throat> oh my god. And then, like, you see that the girl who is bullying him, like, the next day, like, tries to come and apologize and, like, they already left that kind of deal. And then 
like 20 years later somehow ariel and this bitch what is her name donna or something like yeah. that donna dita 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 they find each other somehow get married she gets pregnant and ariel is a soldier at this point and when that siege is happening like literally like they're hanging out they're having dinner siege happens ariel fucking leaves i swear to god as soon as that motherfucker is out the door this bitch starts going into labor and you want to know who hears that shit happening makia and when that bitch like went in there to help this other bitch give birth i was sitting here being like is this woman going to steal another child <laughs> that's really where i thought the movie was going. i was happening? like fucking dita's gonna die and maki is gonna have to fucking rip some more fingers open this bitch goes into labor like on the front steps too she like doesn't even yeah. make it inside yeah no <laughs> also like they're going into labor i like i'm not an expert on childbirth i I don't claim to be, but most of the labor, this bitch is literally sitting up in bed, <laughs> holding onto this cloth hanging from the ceiling. And I'm like, bitch, what are you going to do? Push the baby down into the mattress? Like, yeah, you, the baby's got to exit somewhere, homie. Just a lot of what the fuck, man. Yeah, that 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 part, too. It's, it's just really. Ah, uh. oh, man, no. Chef's kiss, golden. So many funny moments. Um, what's your takeaway for this movie? I honestly, my takeaway for this movie is I want to watch it again. The highest mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> I want okay. to have a tasty, delicious, um, gummy treat and sit down and re-experience this movie with a fresh perspective. Honestly, that would be really fun. But if I, I will give a serious answer because even though I get that this movie is like not for me, I am not who this movie is targeting at all. But um, I get what the message was. And like, it's basically like, you know, appreciate people while you have them around and like all that kind of jazz and like life is fleeting, blah, 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 blah. And it's really interesting because when I chose to put this down, I hadn't heard much about this movie except for the fact that it's like a sad movie. And I was like, I kind of want to watch like an anime movie that's just you know not like ghibli or like something super fucking big or like a franchise like uh ova or something and so that's why i chose this and then actually watching it i'm like oh <laughs> okay i was crying all right i think you cried too as we no, were I didn't yeah we were cry we were crying when we were laughing our asses off okay yeah that's fair <laughs> yeah maybe i definitely maybe had to wipe away tears some shed. tears yeah but yeah, oh my god. Um, yeah, I would definitely say, like, it, it definitely does, like, hint on the fact, like, don't be afraid to love just because you're afraid to lose kind of deal. Yeah. But, I, I don't know. that This movie was, was a real piece of work. 
honestly there was just too much going on for i feel like that message to really stick how they wanted it to stick because like you had the whole like b plot with fucking lelia or whatever and like i feel like if you spent more time with just ariel and makia it would have been better but because of like all of like the weird political shit going on in the background which for some reason even though it was supposed to be a background thing really took like a forefront yeah i mean it's definitely it's it's something that honestly there was so much happening that if it was flushed out into a 12 episode series or something like it actually probably be really good but there was just so much happening all at the same time always because like what i think you you see ariel as a baby and like makia like struggling to like become a mother quote unquote and then you kind of see ariel when he's like 10 years old then you see him when he's like in his late teens and like he's realized that like makia is not his mom and he's on the whole like fuck you bitch kind of like whatever thing and then when he's like in his like mid 20s 30s when he has his baby and then when he fucking dies and with all of the b plot that was going on like that is such little time to like get their relationship fully fleshed out it's like like, there's just a little too much time skip i think between because it's like you see makia like trying to get a job to like feed them and they have a small fight when he's still a kid and they're like there's this cool scene where they're like in the rain and they have just like really nice moment and then it's like moments later we're late teenager fuck this bitch i'm getting drunk with the boys why won't makia kiss me they're not even my mom like fuck you and it's just like wow this is quite the turn really quickly uh what what happened in those few years that we skipped guys yeah i mean they're in the fucking dwarven city now and shit's going on and woo. oh how did the show make you feel while you were watching it so honestly apart from like the few really like just funny outlandish things that happened in this movie i was so fucking bored the entire time I'm a dick. I didn't really like this movie that much. Yeah, I would say the artists of the movie did an amazing job. Like the art. It's pretty. Yeah. The backgrounds, the kind of like world building, all stuff that happens. Some of the like creature designs and some of the character designs are like really top notch. Um, So, I mean, you kind of have. The feelings you get while watching the show come more from the environments you're placed in than it does anything happening verbally on the screen. So it's like, yeah, you have some sentimental moments where you're like, oh, like you don't have to just like be blood relatives to like love each other like a family, like warm feelings. Yes, yada, yada. But overall, it's just like. Yeah, it. You don't feel too much. You're kind of just like waiting for what's the next thing that's going to happen. And is it going to be ridiculous? Also, is Edward Elric dead? Is he here? Is he alive? Oh, man. Look at that. It's cool mercenary dude again. Every time you see him, you're just like, ah, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Is he just following Makia? That's the real question. I don't know. Is he stalking her? Is that her dad? No. Because she's full Lorf. He's part Lorf. When is it said that he's part Lorf? I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember when it says that, but it does say that. Okay. Okay. I, I don't remember when. I'll trust you. I'll trust you. I, I swear. I promise. Well, Leah, mm -hmm. it comes to your dreaded question where we all, mm -hmm. I think, already know the answer. Is it a must watch? Fuck no. <laughs> I would say it's an entertaining watch. I don't know who really said it was a sad movie. Because, yeah. I mean, there's like, honestly, the saddest fucking part is watching them bury the dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's part so sad. The dog. No. No, the dog, no. Aside from that, though, I'm, I'm just, I'm, you kind of feel sad I, for Makio when Ariel's being a little bitch. I mean, you feel sad for Ariel a lot, or no, not Ariel, um, fucking Makia a lot, but like, I also don't really give a shit. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I would say it's an entertaining watch, but it's definitely not a must watch. I wouldn't even like say that it's like really entertaining because like I'm not gonna lie I was really bored for a big chunk of this movie but I would recommend watching it if you can stick through and watch the pretty bits and then just be there for the hilarious outlandish shit that happens I just remembered uh a big thing is I think I I mentioned this because Lee and I watched it together like over discord it, it's a movie that's entertaining especially if you have someone to like yeah. hang out with when you watch it because honestly some of the best moments of it were just Leah and I giving commentary back and forth to each other and cracking jokes at how ridiculous some of the shit is happening yeah 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 so watch it with a pal and just be ready for a good time yeah have a good time if you were to compare this to anything else, what would it be? Honestly, the first things that come to mind are Final Fantasy XIV and Sword Art Online. Dude, dead ass. I was going to say, it doesn't remind me of any fucking anime, but it does remind me of like a fantasy RPG. Yeah. I, I would say Final Fantasy XIV for sure. And then... Definitely, like, some aspects of Sword Art Online, but mostly the fact that who gives what a shit aspect? about Sword Art Online? <laughs> Maybe, like, specifically Sword Art Online, uh, Alcinization, Al Al like, that kind of world yeah. that they build in that season. Haven't watched that one, so I wouldn't know, so I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> well, yeah. It's still Sword Art Online. That is true. You just get get to the season where Kirito's in a coma. I heard he comes out of that coma, and I have no interest anymore in watching. I liked it better when he was comatose. Mm, stay comatose. The vegetable strap man. It works every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what Our... season did this come out in, and when do you think it should have come out? Okay, so it came out in February twenty fourth of twenty eighteen. So it's a winter anime. Um. Hmm. I feel like this would be like, mm. I'd say February is a pretty good time for it, honestly. 
Yeah, because, like, I'm thinking, like, beginning of spring, which, like, February isn't necessarily spring, but, like, it's pretty fucking close to it, so whatever. Yeah, February, March. March. Yeah, 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 yeah. Specifically, yeah. probably. Good good job. They they did it. They did it right. <laughs> All right, Leah. We've had some pointers here and there. What was this movie lacking specifically? Give me Honestly, your laundry list. See, here's the thing. This show wasn't lacking. It was overcompensating. There was too much going on. And because there was too much going on, it made it worse. Like, so honestly, just that whole fucking B plot is dumb as hell. Like, as much as I do like seeing the kingdom and seeing the world and like all of that, it's cool and it's fun. But like, it really does take away from like the overall story a lot. It really does. Like, who gives a shit about this bitch being locked in a tower? Who cares if yeah. she's a lorf? Maki like, sure honest- as shit doesn't really seem to give a shit. Yeah, she she's just like, oh, we're saving this bitch. All right, okay, I guess. Like, especially so- too, because she's like, leave me alone. Like, uh, I'm fine. Like, you don't have to come back for me. And Maki is like, oh, okay. And literally, everyone else is like. And then they all get murdered. Yeah. But like, honestly, if you had started out the movie, like essentially exactly the same where those people like came to wherever the fucking LARFs live and like attempt to like take them or whatever. And all of them end up dying except for Machia. And then you just run with the story like that. And you have it solely just be like Ariel and Machia's relationship. I think it would have been far better. Yeah, or even if, like, some of them just, like, escape, but you found them just, like, out in the world, kind of like our nice mercenary fellow. Yeah. Um, I, I suddenly was hit with a, another beautiful vision here inside of my mind cube mm-hmm. of a memorable moment that just... Right. It truly was just fantastic. We've got uh, Lelia trying to find her daughter as this siege is happening. And despite mm-hmm. having just been in the outskirts of the city with Machia, Edward Elric has already made his way into the castle and found <laughs> Lelia. And he is just like, Lelia, I've come for you. You need to come with me. Like, I love you. Like, let's let's get out of here. And Lelia is just like, no, no, I'm trying to find my daughter, bro. Just leave me alone. I told you guys. <laughs> I thought you were dead, but like you should just like leave me alone. And he's like, "Oh, well, well. How about we just both die here together?" And he has like a torch, and he lights. They're in this like stone <laughs> hallway, and this man lights the rug they are standing on on fire. And so it's like the fire starts building around the fringe of this rug slowly like enveloping them and they're in like the small little like little ring of fire and she's just like standing there like oh my god this man is gonna hurt me and edward's just like yeah i'm gonna fucking hurt you bitch and he gets fucking shot in the back by the captain of the guard out of nowhere but literally the whole time i'm just like 
why don't Step you just out of the ring just, of fire just get off the rug and literally this man is shot and he like hobbles just over the <laughs> ring of fire like it's it's literally like maybe a foot off the ground and it's literally just the rug on fire the captain of the guard he just like walks into the ring and she's just standing there like uh -huh. and he's like go to your daughter get out of here <laughs> I've been listening to you talk about wanting to see your daughter for too fucking long. Just go, bitch. Fucking I'm go, bro. I don't give a shit. Also, but, like, I think literally, my... the fact that she just stands in this ring and we see multiple characters, like, literally, like, just walk <laughs> through it. Like, that is how minuscule. And it's not like anything else is going to catch a fire. Like I said, it is a stone, like, breezeway. And it's just. There's nothing flammable. The, it, the fire's not impressive, but she is like, I'm gonna burn! I'm gonna burn! And it's just... Woo! I, that, that's the thing. I think most of the ridiculous things that happen in this movie are in this B-plot going on, and it's just like... God. Also, I think my favorite thing about that whole fucking scenario... So that whole thing happens, and then it cuts back to Makia just standing in the fucking forest, like, essentially where she was. So fucking Edward Elric had time to do all of that. Makia's done jack shit. She hasn't done anything. I, yeah, she's busy at this time giving birth or helping give birth to this no. child. No, this is after that. She's literally just in the forest. Yeah. She hasn't done anything. Actually, yeah, no, yeah. She she is just in the forest. And then she goes to give birth or help give birth. Because then Makia, after giving birth or helping give birth, whatever the fuck, being a wet nurse, essentially, whatever, fucking goes and finds Ariel, who has been, like, stabbed in the leg, but he's going to be A-OK. -okay, and then says, like, hey, you need to get back to your family captain of the guard here he's gonna fucking horsey back you over to your family and then she goes to the place where the last renato is and edward elric is just laying in a pool of his fucking blood there <laughs> and she's just like r.i.p pour one out for the homie and then gets on this dragon and dance <laughs> where we then cut to the scene where the mom sees her daughter and fucking kills herself and fails <laughs> god this fucking movie god like i i wish my fucking jackass explanation of this was just that and just like me like sugarcoating like a bunch of, no this is like this is the this movie. is the movie you are going to watch or you have watched and yeah it's it's really just it even in context, it still is just as hilarious. Just God, it's something else. Oh, man. All right. Who is your least favorite character? Edward Elric. Yeah, like I, I hate Edward Elric, but like I'm real glad his character is there. Because that mm -hmm. man is just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. 
He's straight oh, up one of those fucking people that like stalks girls on social media and yeah. shows up at their house. That is the kind of character that they wrote into the show. Yes, literally. Um, did you have a favorite part of the movie? Um, I want to go back just, to that real quick. Just to like give the movie some kudos and like highlight one like good thing I think it did other than like looking really pretty is so uh Brandon kind of mentioned it where Ariel gets stabbed and like Makia is just like go be with your family you're a dad now blah 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 whatever and like she's about to like walk off and like just live her lorf life alone and whatever and like at this point, like, Ariel hasn't called her mom in years. Like, probably a fucking decade, at least. And so, he's, like, bleeding and junk and everything like that. And as Makia's, like, walking away, he's, like, attempting to, like, crawl towards her. And he just screams out, Mom. And I will give the movie kudos that that line hit exactly how they wanted it to hit. It was, it was a powerful was. moment, and it was good. That's, that's true. It's a very pretty scene, and honestly, even though I forgot about it, as soon as he like started mentioning it, I was like, "Oh yeah, like he had been like a fucking dick to her. Like that was her last context." Hmm. So I, I would say that's probably my favorite thing that I think the movie did right. Agreed. Agreed. All right, and then who's your least favorite character? Edward like I hate him but like also at the same time this movie would not be the same without him and like I don't want him gone <laughs> he's hilarious he, he really is he's just he's the icing on a shit cake yes mm -hmm. exactly um is there anything you would change about the anime I feel like we kind yeah. of discussed that a little bit just like either lengthening it into a series or remove the b-plot for the most part entirely you know yeah, yeah yeah like you can have like some stuff going on there like maybe some like initiatives but it's just like way too much like 50 50 like i'm like what is this movie about is it about makia and ariel or is it about the fucking coup happening here like what's going on what is happening that's what the fucking Machia when the promised flower blooms more like Machia. What the fuck is going on? Can we talk about the title? I'm yes. sorry. What promised flower? Like I like uh, I <laughs> I thought it, it, I mean it, it could be a virginity innuendo, but like nothing like that happens no. with Machia. Like uh, like it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> not really. Like, you could see the, the flower being maybe Ariel, potentially, and him blooming is just growing up. Fair, but yeah. But, like, just in the way it's framed for a title, it makes you think it's about Machia, and I don't know what's going on here. But, like, Ariel, in all honesty, is not a promised flower. Ariel is a baby this bitch found being clutched by a dead corpse it was not promised and mercenary man's like yo you should probably leave that kid to die so he can be with his mom and maki is like no no 
<laughs> oh my fucking god. I think that's pretty much all that I have to say about this anime. Like, I don't know what we're at for time, but it feels kind of short. So this it's a little short. Might, this might just be a short week. I mean, hey, we're easing ourselves back into recording after not recording for a while. So it works out. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like this show, like I, I enjoyed watching it, but I don't think for the intended reasons. Yeah, no, not at all. It's really like, not. I didn't even know this movie had like been out in North America. I see like on the wiki, it says this film grossed 160,000 in North America. And that's like nothing. Yike. Like. I just there was no like marketing around the show I had never heard of it I only like heard of it like honestly like probably somebody just talking about it online and I was probably like sure I want to get my heart ripped out and then my heart did not get ripped out and I was disappointed yeah uh, mm, no yeah I would not say this is a heart rip out of a movie at all like, and just to preface this for you guys, in the nicest way possible, Brandon, you are the most, like, mama's boy I know. Like, yeah. you should be the target demographic for this, like, movie. Yeah. Because you love your mom so much. My mom's a fucking angel. She is. And, like, he didn't even like it that much. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I said, it, was, it to me, it was just a funny movie more than anything it's, yeah it's pretty funny but so that was our uh comeback episode for this week um next week we're gonna be doing something kind of fun and we are going are to we? be talking yeah we're gonna be talking about anime references and rap and i am going to quiz you and see if you can figure out what's a real rap verse and what's shit that i've made up oh so it's going to be like a game. Oh. Are, are you ready? Are you ready to be quizzed? Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. It's been real, y'all. Go watch this movie. Potentially yeah. inebriated in some sort of capacity. Have watch a good it with time. friends. Have a fun time laughing at it. Rate the podcast. All that kind of stuff. You guys know the plugs. Links in the description. Woo! May your Tarkov runs be full of loot. Stop. Bye, guys. <laughs>